Certainly give an honor to God and to your honoree, my sister in the gospel, my gospel partner, amen, friend. Certainly thank God for the saints taking the time out to honor the gift that God has given. You know, it, it seems as though it's just been only a few years. But here we are, you know, and so many thought that, that they had certain expectations in their minds, you know, as far as what what to expect. It's like like a play-doh on the, on the table. You know, they had a certain expectation of what would be presented or what would be done, you know, and, and so, but, when uh, when the announcement was made, you, you know, I came into Bible class, just at return in town, and came into Bible class and and met with Pastor Millender. And from that from that moment, I told her, I said, "You have my complete support." Amen. <laughs> Certainly, 
you know, the gospel need people to support. The ministers, pastors need support and not people fighting against them. You know, we, we were having breakfast some years ago and, you know, there's not much you can say, you know, you have to wait to be led of God to, to say certain things. And, you know, one of the things that I had expressed to her, I told her was that welcome to the ark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we're not going to stay there, but, but the ark. The ark was filled with wild animals. <laughs> All type of beastly behavior. And the only thing that, that kept them from consuming one another on that ark was their humbleness by the word of God yeah. until they were not. You know, so so we gotta go into the word of God and you know, for those that are, that are listening abroad, this is a appreciation <laughs> service for a woman that certainly deserves it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you are not appreciating the gift that God has given you for the saving of your soul, then you are you are missing out. You're missing out on something. And so, you know, as we go into the Word of God, we're going to go into the book of Jeremiah. Book of Jeremiah. We're just going to go to the 18th chapter and, you know, pray with me and The 18th chapter, beginning at the first verse. It says, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my word. Jeremiah, you're not going to hear what I have to say until you go down to the potter's house. I need you to get a visual on this. I don't want you to just hear what I'm saying, but I need you to get a complete visual of what is to happen. And so he sends him down to the potter's house. And he says that while you're there, then you're going to hear I have to say. And so then he went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. There was something on the potter's wheel that was being prepared. There was something on the potter's wheel that was being constructed that others could not see or understand. It was in the work of the potter's hand. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so what they could not see or what Jeremiah was yet to understand was that there was a work to be brought forth. And so he said that and the vessel that he made was of clay. And the clay was marred. And so it was in the potter's hand. So it 
So he had to make it again. He had to make it again. And he had to make it again. However long it took before she arrived at this destination, I was made over and over again. You know, you heard the message preached uh, that he'll overturn it. That he'll, he'll turn it around. You know, but uh, and so it was marred, and so that was the need for it to be made over again, as good as it seemed unto the pilot to make it. It was his discretion, not your discretion, not Jeremiah's discretion, but it was the discretion of the pilot. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as the potter? Yeah. Jeremiah, I need you to understand, you Jeremiahs that are, that are there, I need you to understand that just like this natural man has, has taken a pound of clay and made it into a vessel, I can do the same thing with whomsoever, whatever, and however, and when I want to do it. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Yes, yes. Well, this morning I'm not talking particularly to everyone, uh, even though you hear the word, but it's all about this lump of clay. Bless your Lord. You know, I heard this testimony and I appreciate it so much that only God can take nothing and make something. Only God can make some, take something, you, you know, and, and do whatever he wants to do with it. And so we're celebrating these three years of, of pastoral responsibility. So I, I trust that, that, that you're honoring the giver by how you are treating the gift. Now, this is a very serious business. You know, when we talk about pastoral and uh, not the responsibility, I'm talking about your honoring. It's a serious business. Uh, this isn't a church that doesn't know or understand the sanctuary etiquettes or anything. So, you know, this is this is a different group of dealing with uh, appreciation and how to treat the vessel in the house of God. I heard the preacher say on the other day that when you speak against a pastor, you're not hurting her. You know, but we all know better. You know, sticks and stones, uh, you know, you know the saying, sticks and stones uh, might break my bones, but words, uh, listen, words cut deeper than stone. Uh-huh, sticks cut pretty deep. But those words go down into a place, oh my God. You know that you know we they, we kind of coined the phrase that, that we'll say you know there's no hurt like church hurt and, you know and, and so uh, but it, those words go deep whether it is in the church or outside of the church words go deep words will echo and follow you from from time to time from space to space year to year month to month day to day you know you'll look back you'll cross somebody's path and you'll remember. Words go deep. Yeah. The Bible said David uh, lets us know that David, uh, this anointed by God, 
appointed by God. The ram's horn would not even, the wax that was up on the ram's horn would not even melt until David came in the house and stood before yeah. the, the man of God. And then the wax began to melt and the oil came out. It was the opposition of those that had been called by God that David was greatly depressed, greatly distressed. Can I get uh, some water, please? Was greatly distressed for the people spake against stoning him. So the opposition that occurred was not from the outside as it was on the inside. And so uh, they talk about stoning David. David, we had some victories. Uh, David, we done went out to battle and we won. But this time when they came back, the enemy had snuck in and took the grandparents and took the children and took the wives and took everybody. And, and instead of them getting with David and saying, David, let's go after them, they looked at David and wanted to stone him. Wanted to take him out. Wanted to take out their frustrations on him. Thank you. And to do harm unto him instead of seeking the God in which we serve. And so the Bible says that because the soul of all the people was grieved, because the, the, the emotional heightened that had occurred, every man for his son and his daughters, but David encouraged himself. David, uh, when David left from among the people, David had to, and now it, it wasn't a little pat on the back, they would be encouraged. But they, you know, you're going to be all right. No, 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 no. No, this took some time and some effort because at that moment, the Bible said David was greatly distressed. He was, he was in turmoil within himself and trying to understand and figure out what was happening, what had just occurred. You know, sometimes when the pastor leaves the church after after Bible class, after service and stuff, they're driving home. Can I can I talk to you this morning? They're going home and they feel distressed. You know, the service might have been high and everybody getting a physical exercise on. You know, but 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 listen here, the Bible tells me that the anointing does something to a person. Oh, bless your Lord God. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. It, it tells me that the anointing has a particular effect. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if, if we don't see that effect upon the individuals, then we know that it was nothing more than bodily exercise. You know, when the music plays, it don't matter how old they are, right? They're down song. You know, dirty diaper and all. They'll get their bounce on. Bless your Lord. But, but it says the anointing is supposed to. So the pastor is now driving. I wonder, Lord, did they get what you intended for them? See, it becomes a burden, a shared burden that is placed upon that God is feeling that now is been uh, placed upon the pastor. So now the pastor is in communion with God in great distress. Right. 
Bless you, Lord God. It was the people nearest him that sold him out. People that needed his help that wanted to crucify him. Uh-huh. It was those that was close to the Lord. The Bible tells us that when he rose up from prayer, Jesus, uh, when he rose up from prayer, our Lord and Savior, uh, you know, when he got up from, from praying and, and seeking if there is another way. Uh, you know, sometimes the pastor asks, is there another way? Yeah, can, can this cup pass from my hand? It don't mean that they, they, they're trying to give it up. But they're just looking for a solution to the problem. Yeah. Looking for an answer, yeah. a, a way of fulfilling what needs to be done. Are you with me, church? Yeah. And so he found them sleeping for sorrow. And, and he said unto them, he began to the question, why are you why are you sleeping? Instead of praying, and, you know, if, if you sleep, if you get caught slipping, then you're going to fall into certain temptation. And, you know, you're going to fall into some problems. The flesh is going to begin to take over. And, you know, not only is the flesh going to take over, but you're going to be a burden so to me and others. You know, I'm already dealing with this. And, and you know, and, 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 and it would help if you are praying with me instead of working against me. Bless your Lord Jesus. And, and so the Bible said, he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, though one that had been with Jesus, one that was part of the circle, one that was, was there seeing the miracles and seeing the many works that had been done, seeing the things that was occurring and, and, and how miraculous it was that betrayed him with a kiss. You know, the very one that walks up and, and gives you the tightest hug sometime. You know, that gives you the kiss on the cheek that, that tells you, Pastor, I'm with you. And you know, and, and so let me let me just let me just flip up in the history book here. I've been in service where where those have stood up and talked about how much I love the pastor, and, and you know, and 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 when I grow up, I want to be like them. And, and by the way, I, I'm moving to, to Cincinnati. <laughs> Bless your Lord God, my God, the one closest to you, the one closest to him that betrayed him. Now, uh, somebody again said, "Well, what? Uh, what? Oh no, you, 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 uh, you Wonder Woman." And you know, you you uh, you the black widow. And you know, you 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 supergirl. You know, and all and all of that. You don't feel the pain. But I heard the word of God and it asked this question, what are these wounds in your hands? What are these wounds in your hand? Then then he answered and said, uh, those which I have was wounded in the house of my friends. Mm-hmm. I was wounded in the house of my friend. See, some of the scratch marks and some of the, the wounds and things that the pastor uh, gets, uh, you know, it's not from them warm with the uh, with the anointed. I'll identify that in just a moment. Uh, the anointed that's dealing in the atmosphere. You know, Paul said, I, I fought with beasts in Ephesus. But the anointed that, that when I came into the house of God and had to deal with them that had been on the altar praying, those that have sung the praise song, those that have been in Bible study, those that said, Pastor, I'm with you and I love, that's where the scratch marks came from. Bless your Lord God. 
Somebody said, is there a bomb in Gideon? Is there a bomb in Gideon? Bless the Lord. Is there a bomb in Gideon? Mighty God, man, you should be rubbing that right now. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Is there a bomb in Gideon? And so then God has to come in. Mighty God. And work with it again. Bless your Lord Jesus. And, and so then uh, there are some wounds the pastor endures as part of their making. This is part of the makeup. Because see, if you don't get hit and you play sports and, and you've been out on the field and you've never been hit before, when you get hit, you're going to sit down. Uh-huh. If you've never played, if you've never been on the field, you know, and, and, and you run up against a brick wall, it is going to sit you down. And you're not going to be so quick to say, Coach, put me in there. Yeah, this is part of the makeup. Oh, my God, bless you, Lord Jesus. Now, and so uh, when we talk about being part of the makeup, there is a buffering that goes on. There's something that is constantly going on with the, uh, with the potter. There's something that is constantly going on with the, with the jar of clay. There is a constant rubbing and, uh, that God comes in and, and, you know, the buffering that has occurred to make sure to rub the, the elements out of it and to make it that is just as it was as he wants it to be. He said, then I, I went into the potter's house and, and, and I would hear and he caused me to hear the words. And then I went down and, and I saw something that was being made on a potter's wheel. Oh my God. And so God uses a natural illustration and something from everyday life to bring out his point. Jeremiah noticed the clay had some imperfections. Nobody said that we were and are perfect uh, in the beginning, but we are a work in progress. Amen. Every last one of us is a work in progress. There are areas that may be perfected, but there are other areas that God is working on. And perfection are those things that have to be worked out. Things that have to be removed and uh, bring about a perfect product uh, from uh, those humble, those beginnings. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 Pastor, did you ever think, you know, that God, you know, in your own imagination, you know, see, that's why I got the God can take nothing from something in the past. Right. You know, that, that God takes someone, and, you know, rough around the edges, someone that others looked at and never imagined becoming a woman of excellence. Bless your Lord God. Only God can do that. Mighty God. He didn't look on the, on, on the stage and find someone that, that had walked the stage and, and someone that had went to school and was highly educated. But he found someone that I could work with. Someone I could use. Someone that will listen to what I have to say. Someone that will yield themselves as a vessel of honor. Somebody that, that I could get the point across. Somebody that would say, yes, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Pastors, though they have power, would be in to hear uh, in a voice and talk uh, of manipulation and situations that would influence others. But the power was manifested in the hands of the potter. Not only, not in any other piece of clay. It wasn't in the Play-Doh. It wasn't in any other clay or something that was presented. But it was in the word of God. He said, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, can I do with you as I will? 
Well, I believe that, that she is saying yes to that. Not just today, but every day. Yes, Lord, to your will. Yes, Lord, to your way. Oh, Lord God, look at me any way you want to look at me. Use me how you want to use me. I'm nothing but clay in your hand. I was formed from the dust of the ground. Oh, my God. Listen, clay comes from an area or streams where river once flowed and uh, the mineral deposits from plant life and animals and all the ingredients of the soil over time and water pressure breaks it up into different mineral deposits that we call clay. You know, Elder, a millinder like Adam was clay that was just formed, just a shell uh, from the, in, with an intended purpose that would be uh, brought up later. Amen. And, and so like Adam who laid in the ground dead, uh, you know, the Bible said that God took the dust of the ground, amen, and formed him. He couldn't say anything. He couldn't move. He couldn't do nothing until God said move, until God blew breath into him. Well, one day God blew the breath into Elder Millender and gave her the life, gave her the mantle that she would need. Amen. And so she still said, God, blow on me. Oh, God, blow your breath into me. Until God poured into her until and began to unwrap the gift. Bless your name, Jesus. He began to unwrap a gift that nobody else could see. It was released and brought in and, and, and placed into uh, this clay. You know, the clay that came from the ground. The, the clay that, that could do nothing of itself, but exists in the state port all in there. Oh, bless your Lord God. Amen. And, and the clay that would exist in a state until it is found and it is retrieved. A uh, selection process went into and went into effect. You know, because there's different kinds of clay. And so there was a selection process. Uh, any piece of clay would not do. Uh, but this clay was special. It was clay that God wanted to use for a specific purpose. Clay that would impact the lives of everybody sitting here. Clay that would be used to, to drink from the water of eternal life. Clay that would be used to eat from the Lord's table. Clay that would be used to run upon the wounds when you come in wounded. Clay that would be used to, to help every situation. Well, that clay had to be wedged. You know, when we talk about wedging clay, we're talking about getting the air bubbles out the clay uh, to make the work a lot easier. The air bubbles get in the way. Somebody uh, filled with air bubbles. Uh, don't know why things aren't going right. Uh, you got too many air bubbles in you. And so God can't work with you. You got to get rid of the air bubbles. Bless your Lord God. So you got to spend some time in theology. You got to spend some time in the presence of God. You got to humble yourself and yield yourself so that you can get the bubbles out of you. Oh, bless your Lord God. Then there's the technique of molding the clay, which some techniques mean throwing the clay or correlating the clay or pinching the clay. But God has a special technique. We won't deal with the throwing of it. We won't deal with the coiling of it. But we gonna excuse me, we won't deal with the coiling or the pinching of it. But God throws it on a potter's wheel. And it happens on a potter's wheel. Where the clay is now being shaped. Everybody can't work with the clay. The clay takes special hands. Because when it's thrown on a potter's wheel, it has to be centered just right. In order to bring about the shape that is intended. It requires some steady hands. Some, some hands that know what they do. Uh, 
bless you, Lord God. So the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy, it said in a great house, this is a great house. There are many, not only vessels of gold, not only vessels of silver, not only vessels of wood, but there are vessels of honor. So it don't matter if you're a vessel of gold, it don't matter if you're made out of silver, it don't matter if you're made out of wood. You want to be a vessel of honor. You want to be honorable. She's an honorable woman. One that God has conceded to depend upon. Oh my God. One that has purged herself. One that is a vessel. Sanctified and meet for the master's use. Prepared and being prepared uh, for every good work. Uh, but listen here, uh, even though there's been shaping, uh, there's still some trimming going on. Uh, there's still some glaze uh, in the final technique. Uh, for the Bible said, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, uh, as we have received mercy, uh, and we faint not, uh, but we renounce the hidden things, uh, we abandon those things. Uh, those things of dishonesty, uh, not working in craftiness, uh, handling the word of God deceitfully, uh, but manifestation uh, of the truth, uh, committing ourselves to every man, uh, his good conscience, uh, bad conscience, uh, ugly conscience, uh, in the sight of God, uh, for we preach not ourselves. Uh, she's not promoting herself. Uh, one of the things that I find so unique about her uh, is that she believes in equality. Uh, my God, uh, she believes everybody uh, ought to have an opportunity. Uh, she believes everybody ought to have a chance. Uh, she believes everybody uh, ought to be able to use their gifts. Uh, she believes everybody uh, belong to God. Uh, and whatever God says, uh, you go on and do that. Uh, listen here, uh, but we preach not ourselves, uh, but Christ Jesus. Uh, that's what she's preaching. Uh, she's preaching about Christ uh, and not ourselves. Uh, not promoting herself uh, above God's agenda, uh, but promoting God's agenda uh, above her own. Uh, who commended the light to shine out of darkness uh, into our hearts. Uh, that's a testimony. Uh, and gave the light of knowledge of the glory of God. Uh, so we have this treasure uh, in this earthen vessel. Uh, give that vessel to her. Uh, bless your Lord God. Uh, we have this treasure uh, in earthen vessels. Uh, with the excellency of the power uh, may be of God uh, and not we of ourselves. Bless your Lord God. Uh, and what you find inside that vessel, uh, you find some life savings. Uh, what you find in that vessel uh, is something that will save your life. Uh, what you find in that vessel uh, is something that will heal your soul. Uh, what you find in that vessel uh, something that will make your heart happy. Uh, what you find in that vessel uh, will make your soul glad. Uh, make your tummy sing. Uh, make your mouth shout hallelujah. Bless the Lord God. Uh, what you find in that vessel uh, is everything you need uh, to make it through the day. To make it through tomorrow, uh, to make it as long uh, as Lord God shall give you uh, what you'll find in that vessel. Uh, my God, uh, even in the brokenness, uh, I heard the pastor say, uh, I heard our gospel mother say, uh, that even on my bad day, uh, I'm still a threat to the enemy. Uh, even on her bad day, uh, she's still a threat to the enemy. Uh, my God, uh, that's why it's good. Uh, the stick of the pastor. Uh, that's why it's good uh, to hold a pastor's arm up. Uh, that's why it's good uh, to make 
Somebody said, well, I'm going to be like the pastor. Well, let me tell you some things that, that the pastor has. The pastor has some patience. The pastor has some afflictions. The pastor has some necessities. The pastor has some distresses. The pastor has some stripes. The pastor has some imprisonments. Some tumults. Church folks, regular folks. The pastor has some labor. The pastor has some watching. The pastor has some fasting, some pureness, some knowledge, some long suffering, some kindness, the Holy Ghost, love and friends, the word of truth, the power of God. Gotta keep on the arm, the arm of righteousness. Gotta keep it on the right hand. Gotta keep it on the left hand. Deal with honor. Deal with dishonor. Deal with report of evil. Deal with good reports. Uh, deal with deceivers, uh, truth, uh, unknown, uh, well known, uh, the dying, uh, the alive, uh, chasing of the Lord, uh, chasing my countrymen, uh, not killed, uh, but dealing with things, mm, sorrowful, uh, they're always rejoicing, uh, poor, uh, making rich many, uh, don't have much, uh, but giving it all to you. Uh, Having nothing, uh, totally spent at the end of the day, uh, but yet possessing all things. Uh, no doubt in my mind, uh, from day one, uh, my God, uh, that's why we can't tear down. Uh, that's why we gotta build her up. Uh, that's why you can't let anybody uh, step in before. Uh, my God, uh, sometimes uh, you see the enemy coming. Uh, thank the Lord. Uh,
something. Only God can take nothing. You know what I love about him? Is that Paul said some preach Christ hoping to bring affliction on yeah. uh -huh. them. Some, some do it in, in vain, you know. Can't say they don't know that. Because they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. But it's yet to the glory of God. So in their times, it's yet to the glory of God. Even though we we feel the pain, even though we deal with it, it's yet to the glory of God. It doesn't change the office. And the office becomes, it becomes the character of the individual. So it never changes. It should not change. Bless your Lord God. My God. Paul said that David's Paul said, I, 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 they was in great distress, but Paul said, you know, I, I've been shipwrecked, I've been among thieves, I've been among, and you know, which only taught him how to become all things to everybody. God bless you. Amen.